Our collective witness. It's a big title. What is our collective witness? Well, millennials these days are afraid. And with good reason. Life is tough. Chaos reigns around the world. Opportunities are limited. The future is bleak. Institutions are ineffective. The needs in society are great. But the institutions can't meet the needs. And they suffer from gridlock. Individuals' rights reign supreme. But sacrifice for the common good is disappearing. And people are losing hope. It is, in short, a formula for disaster. No wonder we see people circling the wagging, taking care of myself, no one else will help me mentality. It's beginning to emerge and dominate our society. Look at the current political debate. There's extreme polarization and gridlock. The Titanic is sinking and the rats are abandoning the ship. Enter the church, the body of Christ. This is the perfect environment for the church to flourish. It is fertile ground for the gospel. And I'm glad Mikey agrees with me. The epistle and gospel are the one-two punch for moving us right into the leadership void and out of the paralyzing gridlock that characterizes today's institutions. The epistle reminds us that the power is not ours, nor are the results. Our role is to be faithful stewards under less than hospitable conditions. Paul writes, at the acceptable time, I have listened to you and helped you on the day of salvation. We put no obstacle in anyone's way so that no fault may be found with our ministry. But as servants of God, we commend ourselves in every way, which, by the way, includes suffering, rejection, beatings, misunderstandings, Pain is not an excuse to give up the fight or a signal that we are getting it wrong. In fact, it's a signal that we're getting it right. We are not here for self-preservation, but we are being poured out as an offering so that others may come to know the surpassing glory of God. And along the way, we meet many paradoxes. We are treated as impostors and yet are true, as unknown and yet well-known, as dying and behold, we live, as punished and yet not killed, as sorrowful yet always rejoicing, as poor yet making many rich, as having nothing and yet possessing everything. This sets the stage our attitude and expectations as followers and disciples of Jesus Christ. How we individually exercise our ministry affects the collective health and witness 
but the church as a whole. Our collective stewardship and leadership are the light that can shine into darkness at this critical juncture in history, and it is not by taking power, it is by taking risk. More than ever, the church needs to lead, to be a voice of compassion to the downtrodden, comfort to the afflicted, peace to those in turmoil, protection to the most vulnerable, a light to lighten the blind. As the hierarchs meet to sort out the issues of the church, they need our prayers not to get bogged down and paralyzed by minutiae of liturgical customs or whether or not the calendar is on the right day, Rome is burning. But to take this risk, they need to feel the solid support and high expectations and anticipation of the clergy and the laity alike. They need to know we are counting on them to lead and we are there doing our part in the vineyard. That will give them the courage and boldness to do the right thing. That is why I'm so glad to hear the regular reports from so many of you of your participation on Metropolis Committees. You are part of a growing and strengthening movement of action in ministry through your listening and your offering of ideas, suggestions, and resources to carry out the work of the church. By God's grace, you have not buried your talent as it is written in the gospel, but you have invested in it with the hope and expectation that it will bear much fruit. If our church is to be a vital source of hope and salvation, a light to lighten the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel, i.e. the body of Christ, then our collective witness has to be strong and clear. Rose likes to say, we have to be around long enough for the next generation to know that this is what they're searching for, the kingdom of God on earth. So our collective strength is made up of our individual commitment and how each of us exercises the gift that has been entrusted to us. Each week we pray for a good defense before the awesome judgment seat of Christ hoping to hear the words, well done, good and faithful servant. We've posted the 2016 Council of Ministry chart. Ministry leaders have been contacted and given a schedule to meet and discuss their vision, their plans, their resources. And now it's up to us to take the talent we've been given and invest it wisely so it will bear fruit. In other words, Souls that encounter the living God and follow Him. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.